0: to another episode of the Warrior Within the Woman podcast. I'm your host, Pastor Lauren Daniel, and I want to welcome you. Whether you are a new listener or you've been here from the beginning, I want to welcome you this week as we are going to be talking about tactics of the enemy. Um, As I was researching, praying, um, reading the word this week, I really felt a need, I really felt a need to talk about something that is so prevalent in our society, in our minds, in our homes, even in our churches, and I've talked about this subject probably multiple times, but the next few weeks I'm wanting to talk about specific tactics of the enemy in fear. Fear is something that grips our lives It sometimes even brings paralysis to our dreams, to the vision that God has given us, to promises over our lives. And I really, truly want to shine light on some tactics of the enemy that could be holding you back, warriors, from what God wants you to do. Today, I want to talk to you about the fear of failure. And this is something that is extremely prevalent in our lives This is something that no matter what type of personality you have, everyone deals with the fear of failure and we all cope with it differently. Fear is a popular plan of the enemy. Honestly, it is probably the only plan of the enemy. If you look at the root of things that are around you, it is either the fear of rejection, fear of failure, there is fear rooted in in sin. There is fear rooted in the tactics of the enemy that are coming against you and your family. And if he can cause you to question things to the point where you freeze in fear because you are too afraid of the possible outcomes, he's won. What if I fail? What if I say the wrong thing? What if no one comes to the event I'm planning? What if I talk to this person and they reject me? What if I share my dream and it doesn't happen? What if I fail? This has been something many of us, including myself, have struggled with for years. And even now, we all can have those creeping thoughts in our minds of questioning the decisions we make and ultimately trying to root fear in our hearts and minds. The what-ifs in this life. The thoughts that bring a paralyzing fear that can overcome our mind, our spirits, and even our body. A plot of the enemy to stop the work of God in your life is fear. Satan will use every what-if to stop you in your tracks. I have a lot of friends that have done CrossFit. A lot of people that are either currently in it or were in CrossFit, or maybe not just CrossFit, but they work on their bodies, they're working out, they're trying to build muscle. And I've heard this phrase before that really has intrigued me. And maybe it's something that you're familiar with. If you like going to the gym, you like building up uh, muscle mass, you like to make your body stronger. But this phrase of lifting to failure, It describes the process of lifting until you can't lift anymore, where muscles have been pushed to their limit, causing them to tear and grow bigger. Despite the pain, failure has the potential to make you the strongest you have ever been. See, naturally, we often connect failure with a negative experience, right? We don't want to fail in school. We don't want to get an F on a paper or a test. We don't want to fail in relationships. We don't want to fail in social um, connections and in experiences like that. Failing has the potential to make us feel embarrassed and ashamed. And when we make a mistake, we automatically identify ourselves as being a failure With this mindset, it's easy to believe our worth is connected to our aptitude to perform, right? Our identity is officially connected to those mistakes and those failures. We don't look at our strengths. We always look at our weaknesses and we let it identify ourselves. Robert F. Kennedy once said, Only those who dare to fail greatly can ever achieve greatly. The fear of failure limits our ability to dare greatly and has caused many people, even myself, to self-sabotage our dreams. We truly self-sabotage believing, well, because I failed last year, because I failed last month or last week or yesterday, I will not be able to move forward. I cannot make this successful. I will never be successful because I have failed before. We immediately self-sabotage ourselves in this mindset that we will not be greater than anything because we have failed. But failing doesn't have to define who you are. Rather, it has the power to redefine you and make you better. If you allow failure to shame you so much, we lose confidence and stop trying and eventually you will give up. But failure is a natural component to the process of achieving our dreams, to pushing forward in the midst of, of obstacles. And when we're in the midst of trials, is pushing forward, knowing because God said it, I believe it. Because God is going to open the door, I know it will happen. Just because I failed yesterday, it just shows me where I'm weak and where I need to keep going. My son, Xander, is three years old. And we're not in sports yet. We're not in in a lot of um, different things um, because he's so young. But my husband and I were talking the other day and I was telling him, you know, I want him to go into something if he's interested in it. But my biggest thing, my biggest I guess, pet peeve as a parent is that I want him to know that it's okay to fail. Too many times we have children and young people and adults, young adults in college that if they fail, it is the end of the road that they cannot fail. There is no room for failure when truly failure creates in our children. And ourselves, our families, when we fail, it just shows us not only humility like we talked about last week, but that it is okay to fail. It just shows you where you're weak. If we automatically believe we are good at everything or we only do stuff what we're good at, and we say, you know, if you fail, you run away from it. That is not how you deal with failure. That is honestly self-sabotaging your own children and your family. When you see that they're failing, failing, we want to take them in our arms and make sure that they're comforted, but we never give them a way that it's okay to fail. We never give them, we never give them a safe place to fail. And as a mother, of course, I want my son to be great at everything, <laughs> I honestly think he's the greatest thing that ever walked the earth. (laughs) And it's okay to feel that way. We should love our children unconditionally. But I also don't want him to grow up thinking that he cannot fail. That he's not able to. That mom will get angry or dad will get mad. And I have to do everything perfectly. That is in itself self-sabotaging yourself. To where when they fail they feel so broken and ashamed because they're not given a place to fail. Failure hurts. It is not a fun experience. There are so many times I have failed and I still I still fail because I'm seeing where I'm weak because I'm still growing. I'm still growing as a person. I'm still growing in my faith as a warrior for God. Even though failure is not something I passively just accept. I also don't want failure to define who I am. Failure should not define who you are and we should not let Satan so easily twist our minds that just the thought of possibly failing makes us freeze. It paralyzes us. When truly God is saying it's okay if you fail, I just want you to try. I just want you to try. I want to know that this matters to you. I want to know that this is worth the failure. That failing is not going to be the end of your existence. But failure just shows you where you're weak and where you need more armor and where you need more accountability. Failure is not something that you should just take it and just die with it. That, well, I'm going to stay here forever. I'm never going to mature I'm never going to get better. I'm not going to do anything like this. I'm just going to stay in my failure and rot here and lie here and die. When God is just saying it's okay to fail, just get up. Just get up. Do not be paralyzed in fear because you're afraid you're going to fail. In in fact, Thomas Edison made 1,000 attempts at achieving his dream of inventing the light bulb. And to onlookers, I can I can just guess that he appeared to be constantly a failure. He may have even been made fun of, but he never saw it from that perspective. Instead, Edison saw every failed attempt. Instead, Edison saw every failed attempt as a solution to the problem. In his response to a reporter who remarked about his failures, he replied, I didn't fail 1,000 times. The light bulb was an invention with 1,000 steps. According to Thomas Edison, every attempt that ended in failure was a step closer to the solution. This mindset is empowering. I don't know about you, woman of God, but if I were to go at every problem and every failure with that mindset saying, okay, this isn't a failure, this is just me seeing that... I can't do it this way, that this is not going to work this way. This is just some a way to show me I am weak and that we need to keep moving. And each step of the way is just showing you new things that you need to learn and new ways that you need to go at your problem. I look at many famous people that we um, so easily look at today as being amazing and leaving a legacy, but they failed miserably. Walt Disney, did you know that he was fired from Kansas, the Kansas City Star because his editor felt he lacked imagination and had good ideas? Did you know that Walt formed his first animation company in Kansas City in 1921 and made a deal with the distribution company in which he would ship them his cartoons in New York and get paid six months later? And unsurprisingly, he was forced to dissolve this company because he could not pay his rent. Needless to say, he went on to be nominated for 59 Academy Awards and is the greatest animator of our time. And I look at Colonel Sanders. It's never too late to start a fast food empire, just like Colonel Sanders. It wasn't until the age of 62 that Sanders, with a social security check in hand of $105, pitched his chicken recipe to restaurants. And according to reports, some 1,009 people rejected him. Instead of giving up, he hit the road and began trying to sell his franchise model chicken restaurant, eventually finding success with a restaurant outside of Utah, And it became the first Kentucky Fried Chicken. And the restaurant tripled sales in a year, mostly from the Colonel's Chicken. The bottom line to all of this, it's rare that successful people will have a smooth run. It is hardly ever going to happen. In fact, you could even argue that it is a prerequisite to success for you to fail. And sometimes fail miserably to be made fun of. It's important to remember that in life that you will never arrive at a place where there is no risk. It's a risk to show up to work. It's a risk everything you do. It is a risk to get out of bed. It's a risk to get in your car, especially if you drive in any of these big cities, right? It's a risk any decision you make. Nothing is guaranteed. You may be surprised as you weigh out your decisions how some options that appear safe are actually quite risky. If you stay at this place in your life, you risk never seeing your full potential. And if you move forward with the dream, you risk seeing it possibly failing. So the question to you today, warriors, is not what if, but what are you willing to risk? Are you more willing to risk your dream or risk the comfort that you're in. So, what's this antidote to this riskitis that we have, right? How do you shut down this voice that tells you to play it safe? And one of the scriptures that I found so much comfort in is with King David, one of the most heroic dudes of the Bible, right? He says, In God I have put my trust, I will not be afraid. What can man do to me? Sounds to me like David had enough fear holding him back and made the decision to swing all the way in the direction of God. By putting his trust in God and deciding to not hide away in fear, but have a supernatural confidence about him. So today I want to tell you to trust in God, warriors. Be a David in your generation. Be a David that has a supernatural confidence that is not afraid. That even though you fail, you can still get up again and keep pressing forward. Don't let the dreams and promises of your life die with you because you are so afraid to move forward. Trust in God and choose not to be afraid. And with those two things, Your confidence will be fearless. The confidence we are looking for will only come when we step out to just do it. Just do it. Trust in God as he makes you fearless warrior of God to achieve your dreams. And I promise the reward is worth the risk. God bless you today. I pray that this message has truly met you where you are and you take it and take your sword in hand and do not give up the fight, woman of God. Do not stop fighting, but hold your confidence high, knowing that even though there's failure, does not disqualify you from success. I pray that you have a wonderful week. God bless you. We'll see you next week with our next episode. Love you, friends.